Hey, what up everyone? Hopefully you're having a really good weekend so far. Today I'm gonna to talk about the five biggest money traps that most people fall for. Now, oftentimes things can get emotional when we purchase them. We love how it looks, it has sentimental value, it's gonna be a moment we remember for the rest of our lives. But today I'm here to talk about why you can maybe reframe your perspective differently so that you can optimize your capital throughout your life. Now, the first thing I'm gonna talk about is diamonds. In today's day and age, we see so much about diamonds and how it's an imp the most important stone. And don't get me wrong, I think they're beautiful. But there's lab-created diamonds. There's diamonds that are artificially scarce by De Beers Company, one of the diamond companies. And what they do is they corner the market in such a way where they release a certain supply to keep prices elevated. Now, I'm not saying to go spend $50 on a on a fake diamond, but I'm also not saying to put several months of your income. That was kind of a, a scheme created by these very wealthy jewelry companies to get people to spend a large amount of their income on something that, uh, honestly, I, I think it's beautiful, but it's not, it's just a stone. And the whole point of a purchase like this is to show someone that you love them and you care. And I think Diamonds are something that people tend to go above and beyond. I know one of my coworkers, he only makes 110, 120,000 a year. He spent $15,000 on a diamond. That's 10% of his income for the year spent on a diamond. Now, what if you put that into a college fund or maybe your car broke and now you need to get a used car? Well, now he doesn't have that money. Point is, things like that I think are a huge waste of money. Um, and you can find something sensible. And then you can always upgrade down the road too. That's the biggest thing. You could always buy a nice one down the road. It doesn't need to be right then and there. Sometimes it's the moment. Sometimes you can go on a nice trip and, and do it there. It's not all about the money, the monetary value you spend. It's more about the love and being with the person that you care about. The next biggest money trap that I see people falling for is new cars. Now, I know some people, every two to three years, they get a new car. And new cars, I feel like, are a huge waste of money. Over the past couple of years, we did see new cars appreciate in value, but that was a twilight zone economy. Now, you know, you're gonna start to see cars depreciate in a more straight line fashion. You're gonna see, right when you drive it off the lot, the car will lose 10% of its value, and every year thereafter, it'll be an exponential curve downwards. So I think new cars are a huge waste of money. I One of my um, uncles actually told me once, if you want to have money, never buy a new car. And I've taken that advice. And to be honest, I bought my car cash about $19,000, $20,000. And in total, I've probably put less than $1,000 in the car. And I've had the car for about five years. So I know... You know, it's nice to have nice things, but the point is you don't need a new car to get from point A to point B. And you can even get a nice car for 20 grand. My cars, I, I feel like it's beautiful. Maybe I'm just, uh, you know, blind to the fact that I, I, I just really like it and I do have some sentimental value. Nevertheless, the next point of the big, biggest money trap that most people fall for is a home you can't afford. Now I know homes, we wanna get into certain communities, we have certain expectations about a certain pool, maybe a certain bedroom, a certain lot size in a certain neighborhood that we want. Point is, you gotta be honest with yourself and your situation. 
are you bringing in that kind of money to be able to buy that house that maybe let's just say it's 600,000 at a interest rate of 8%, can you make those payments? I mean, those payments are approaching 4,000 a month. Are you bringing in more than 12,000 a month uh, after tax to comfortably afford those payments? And many times we're not, many times we're stretching ourselves thin because we want to look cool, we wanna have the nice thing. So point is, look and make sure that it's very comfortable payment for you, not something that you need to stretch yourself for, because you wanna travel, you wanna see the world, you wanna, you wanna have ample income to go out, even if you don't like traveling. You don't wanna be just house poor. Weddings is the next one. I will never forget this. I. I see that the average wedding cost right now is between thirty and thirty-five thousand in the state of uh, in the state of Illinois. It's about thirty to thirty-five thousand. In Arizona, it's about thirty-four thousand. Point is, a lot of people do weddings that they can't afford. They'll put it on a line of credit, or they'll take out a, on a loan or something. I think that's the and I get it. It's a special day for the bride. I get that. But the thing is this. It's only four hours. You're spending $30,000 for four hours. That's that's like seven, $8,000 an hour. I mean, and don't get me wrong, it's a, it's a fun time, but what is this? Are, are, is, are we brainwashed to kind of just follow the norms and do what everyone says? I've been to weddings that were just a few thousand bucks. You know, they, they didn't go above and beyond in certain aspects in terms of the cost, but I actually enjoyed those ones better. I'm like, wow, this person killed it. I loved this wedding and it was only a couple thousand bucks. It doesn't need to be what everyone expects it to be, some story tale wedding. It doesn't. So that's the next biggest thing I see people losing their money on. And then they're in a position where they have to put less percent down payment on a home. And then over the life of that loan, they pay more money in interest. So it's kind of like this trap that I see people falling into that it's it's an easily avoidable trap. But you got to make sure you're on the same page with your partner and don't piss them off. All right, guys, the last one is Uber Eats and DoorDash and Postmates and all those different food delivery apps. My thing is this, you're going to go eat out, right? Well, if you're going to eat out, like, why don't you actually drive to the place, pick it up and drive home? You're already not being, you're already losing money by spending money on fast food. Might as well drive it and pick it up yourself. And if you can't do that, maybe you can do it on occasion, right? Maybe you need it once every couple months if you have like a gift card or something. But point is this, like you don't want to be one of those guys that just door dashes and Uber eats everything. We, we are a culture of pressing a button on a phone and getting what we want. The culture of video games, instant gratification, instant likes, those dopamine, serotonin hits. We don't need food coming directly to us and then sitting at an office all day or sitting at home all day eating that. We should go out and get it. And I love the convenience and I love it maybe if you're older and you can't get up and get around. But if you're perfectly able, just drive down and get it. Guys, those are the five biggest money traps that I see most people falling for. You guys let me know what you think. I genuinely think if we kind of reframed diamonds, new cars, homes you can't afford, weddings, Uber Eats and DoorDash and other food delivery services, we would all be in a better financial position 
and our future generations and our future net worth will thank us for it. Anyways, guys, I hope you all have a good rest of your day. Satsmate is out.